20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Babes are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh. 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 Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, episode 15, the podcast that deals with swinging and sex. I'm Cal. I'm JB. So what we got on the docket today? Today we are going to spend some time talking about uh, sexy swinger games or icebreakers. Icebreakers. That's a excellent, excellent topic because you because you need to have you need to have icebreakers because ex- you don't you need something to, to loosen the tension. If yeah. you've been out with a couple and you've yeah. had some drinks, but you come back to wherever you're going to go play, we've had play dates without icebreakers. And you don't be awkward. you don't want to jump right into the playing. You got to loosen. Everybody's got to loosen up a little bit. Exactly. So that's where the icebreakers comes. Yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, even if you if you've watched Swing, uh, which we highly recommend, we've done a review up review episode about it. If you watch that, they even have icebreakers in that. In fact, yeah. they they have a couple of different I think types of icebreakers I, in that I, show. I think a number of the a number of the topics that we're going to be talking or a number of the games have come from Swing, right? Some of them have. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are games that we've made up. Some of them are games that we've been introduced well, by we other couples. Some swing are because, purchase games. Because I know just from looking at the stats that people are searching for the show and come across us because we're getting because our Swing episode gets more hits. So nice. So we should we should make sure to talk about Swing. <laughs> <laughs> made by Playboy TV. Made by Playboy TV. Endorsed <laughs> endorsed by Swinging Around. Yep. <laughs> Not that they're paying us for the endorsement. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not at all. So let's start off just talking about our usual lifestyle stuff before we jump right into icebreakers. What we like to call lifestyle chat. Indeed. So one thing that I want to talk about is, so as we've talked about on the podcast, JB is pregnant. Pretty far along now. You, yeah. What, you, you, we're, well, we're, pretty, we're well along. We're well along. We're more than halfway through the third trimester now. So, so it's... It's coming. Baby's coming. Yep. So talk about sex. We're going to I I think we're going to have a whole show later on dedicated to dedicated to sex in the second and third trimester. Yeah, and it it might even spill over a little bit into sex after birth too. Yeah. Yeah, we I think it's kind of I in my head I'm kind of envisioning it'll be, you know, right before sex before the baby and sex just after the baby. Yeah, that would make sense. We haven't Cuz I've already started to think about like how we're going to get back into swinging and if I'm breastfeeding and that whole aspect of it, we're going to have to navigate through that too. And so that'll probably be an episode too. We haven't fleshed out what that episode will be because we we've already had the episode swinging in the first trimester and sex which also included very heavily sex in the first trimester but our plan was always our our plan was to originally just have a episode swinging in the second and third trimester but yeah it'll probably spill over into 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 that and so we'll have that episode later on but i wanted to talk about um so you know when when the woman is pretty pregnant you know the belly is getting pretty big you gotta be more creative in in figuring out sex that's sex positions that are comfortable and enjoyable for both because you're not supposed to be laying on your back yep so you can't lay on your stomach so so, you're pretty limited so you can't lay on your stomach directly so you can do 
a doggy with the you know with with you on your knees yep and and i can imagine for some women that might be difficult because the weight of the baby is just being pulled completely down by gravity and you can do what we like to call you know the fist the fish position <laughs> which is basically sex while spooning yeah the spooning spooning sex mm-hmm. everybody's done it but it's usually one of my least favorite well like we'll do it if we haven't done it in a while but it was always one of my not 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 saying that I didn't like it because sex is still sex. Even my least favorite is still uh, pretty enjoyable. But when you've done glad I can oblige. <laughs> when you've done it a bunch in a row, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm tired of the fist position, and I can only imagine that if you're looking straight down at us, you just you just look like <laughs> a fish in that position. I think. You're yeah, and like I, I you know, flopping around, I have to provide some resistance. So I'm always like, I've got a leg and a foot up against the wall, like pushing back up against you, and then you're you know in the sideways position trying to hump me so and we've also found that we we have a sex swing we have uh the islet for the sex swing in our bedroom and so we've used a sex swing and that's good for getting back to a missionary style um front both but you know both partners facing front which is always a go-to always i feel like it's a go-to for everybody but especially for us i'm not going to speak for everybody but i feel like it is and for for us, for sure, and so I love missionary. So that was, you know, that's been an aspect that was missing for a while because you can't lay on your back, and even I always really liked one of my other favorite positions is you laying on your stomach while I'm going from behind. Mm-hmm. But yep. you know, we've had that's to transition to that. We've had to transition to where it's you on your knees, like we've talked about, and mm-hmm. so we've just been trying to explore and find you know what's best and most fun while you're while you're pregnant. Um, especially as the further along you get. And one that we just discovered ourselves, just trying to get into a, a different position. I'm sure, you know, people out there have done it. And, you know, every, mm-hmm. people have done every position out there. But we didn't see this in a manual or anything. We just came upon it all on our own. And um, and it's, it's kind of common sense now when I think about it. It is. We just, I don't know. I wish we, we would have discovered it a little bit earlier in the pregnancy. But so it's you laying on your side. And then with my legs kind of like scissor position. Yeah, and then me straddling your leg that's against the bed. So I'm I'm in sort of a like like I'm in what I was there to be like a missionary position. Yep. Both my knees are down, and you're on your side, and I'm just yeah. So I've got like one leg on your shoulder, and then the other leg is in between your legs, just not laying. Flat so on I'm the just bed. thrusting into you. Um, yeah, and while, so it's it's so a little you, bit different because the curve of your penis, cur- you know, it curves upward versus my vagina is facing. Like, my clit and stuff is facing forward, so you're, like, the the curve of your penis is curving, like, into the side of my vagina instead of the front, where the G-spot nor- would normally be. So it's it's a different sensation than sex normally is. I mean, you can still hit the clit, and, and you still feel good inside, but it's it's not directly rubbing on where the G-spot would be because you're, you're turned sideways relative to my body. So it is a little different. Yeah. No, no I mean, it's different for me, too, but... So again, just for visualization purposes, you're laying on your side, and I'm just in mm-hmm. in essentially just what the, the same position I would be in, just in regular mission. Yeah, just imagine taking the like imagine you start off in mish and then rotate the girl ninety degrees. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's probably listeners out there who are thinking, "Oh, we do that all the time." Well, that yeah. it's not part of our usual repertoire, but and so we found it's really works really well during you know, pregnancy sex because yeah. you're not, you don't have to lay on your back and I can still get some solid thrusting in. Yeah. Because that I, was, the last time what, we did it, you were, you were horny and I could tell you just wanted to bang the shit out of me. And you're like, I'm not quite sure how to go about doing this, but I want to bang my wife. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's and not kill my baby. <laughs> so it's, and we've, we've, we've done the position before 
when when you weren't pregnant, but it wasn't. It was always just. It was we. It was a rare position that we yeah. and we just never and we had forgot about it forever. You know, mm-hmm. it's just you know when you're just having and usually sex, we end up just like twisting into it somehow. Yeah, like sometimes we, we'd be doing other things. Yeah, when you're just in kind sex, of organically develop. You sometimes just you know just twist, and your body ends up in a way that you find to be enjoyable. Where mm-hmm. you, you you didn't start off saying I'm going to go in this position. You just end up there, mm-hmm. and so. So we that's how we've ended up in this position in the past, but we, here we're doing it deliberately, and it's working out really well. It yeah. sort of reminds me, it's kind of funny, because I'm sure there's listeners out there who think, oh, we we, we, we do that all the time. And so it's kind of funny, because it reminds me of when we were at Desire, and remember we were eating di- dinner with all the couples at the nice white restaurant that one night, mm-hmm. and the one, the one woman from the couple, she was saying, we discovered this new position, and it's awesome. And I, if I remember right, it was just her just laying on her, on her stomach, and he was just, you know, thrusting from yeah, behind. Yeah, like, like a laying down doggy. Yeah, yeah. What, which which we just mentioned earlier. We do, we do all the time, and mm-hmm. we can't do it while you're pregnant. But it was just funny. It, it's it's Yeah, what one person discovers is another person's yeah, because, commonplace. because everybody at the table was like, oh, we, that's, you only just now discovered that? And so <laughs> that's probably what people out there are thinking about us oh, with this probably. position. But, but, uh, but it, it, it's good. So if you out there have any other positions that work well for you during pregnancy let us know because we want to we we we, want to figure out anything that works for us Mm -hmm. while we're pregnant anything that's comfortable because the the restriction of not laying on your back or or your stomach is kind of you know that's kind of restrictive and so that's where the the sex swing comes in really nice too because you don't have to lay you know you're not laying but you can can still get in kind of a Mm -hmm. a good thrusting position with and it you you know you're not laying there and so yeah the sex swing works well. The other thing I wanted to talk about was we we were recently cleaning out our sex chest, basically. Like, we have a, a piece of furniture that's kind of a, a nightstand, chest of drawers sort of thing. The bottom half of it we used for all of our sex stuff. And we were getting rid of that piece of furniture, and we decided to replace it with a new nightstand so we can have our sex toys right next to the bed. So while we were cleaning that out, I came Much across... Much more convenient to have them right by the bed, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They were across the room Instead before. Of, yeah, before they were across the room, so you actually had to get up and out of the bed, walk over, and get whatever you wanted. Now, yeah. you know, you now just, it's just in a drawer right next to the bed. Now it's just lean over to the edge of the bed, grab what you want, yep. and then have, have it go. So. Yeah. So in, in doing so... Um, we didn't have to downsize in any of our toys or any of our selection of lubes and, and play things, but we don't have room for your stack of Playboys anymore. And that just made me start to think of, do we need to, to keep around? I think we've got maybe two or three years worth of Playboys. It's actually not that many compared to yeah, what I, a lot of people out there probably have. We've only had the subscription for a couple of years. Yeah, I think, I really I think like you've had it. the subscription since we've been in this house, so maybe three. No, I remember we... We got it, or shortly thereafter. So maybe two, two years, two and a half, I think. So okay. it's yeah, it's two and a half years, and yeah, I think I got got it. I for really you for enjoy Christmas it one year. Before that, I had a subscription to Maxim, and being married, like Maxim, just isn't like even though I'm younger, the Maxim just wasn't my demographic because everything is you know about the single guy. Yeah, that's kind of the problem I had with Cosmo, and and it gets repetitive too. Playboy after is a while. just a more sophisticated magazine, and I the actually, articles. It's as, all about the articles. I mean, as much as. <laughs> As much as that's always the classic joke, as I just read it for the articles, the articles are really good. I always like the interviews in there and the um. You know, I like looking at the chicks. You know, I like to see what they look like. No, and, I agree. And I, I, I play, obviously, I agree. I play the game of what would Cal think of this woman? Like, is this is this chick? 
his type or is she not his type? You know, what what would he critique or what would he think? So so when I look at him, I I'm looking at him from a different perspective than you would. But like but. the cover of this month's issue, those little underwear, man, that girl has a nice ass. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, if you haven't that, seen it, pick it up. The one that just came in the mail today. The, yeah. the the June the June Playboy. Yeah, if you're an ass man, that's a nice ass. But yeah, I I mean, but obviously I enjoy the women as as well, but. The articles and the editorials are excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, leagues above just the, the uh, maxim, which is what I had before. Yeah. I guess well, the Playboy. The interviews that they do are incredibly candid, and they're with very famous people. And they well, get these people to sit down and just answer questions, no holds barred. Well, yeah, and, and the thing that I like is they're long form. Unlike most magazines, where you get a page of an interview where it's and it's decent sized text, the Playboy interviews are small text, no pictures. Other than the picture on the very first yeah. page of the person who's being interviewed, and they go for five, six pages. Or... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, you can tell they're they're probably tape recording while they're doing it because it's a verbatim interview, and it's probably a solid hour long or longer interview, and yeah. they're just reprinting it as as a conversation, which is great because you're right, you don't get that. You get the the truncated, short, probably out of context version of the interview for you know in, in other venues. So. Mm-hmm. So, but you were going to bring up... Um... So I was just thinking, you know, what do we do with these Playboys? So they're not going to fit in our sex chest, in our, in our sex furniture anymore, so we're going to have to put them somewhere. And that just reminds me of all the sitcoms where the kids find the parents, or well, the dad's old Playboys or whatever. And, and honestly, depending on the age, we'd probably be okay with that, but... Yeah, I don't think, you know, if it's an appropriate age, I probably wouldn't care. But my issue is that the ones we have right now, I, I don't feel like they're they're not collectible. They're only a few years old, but, you know... Give it a while; they can become collector's items. Not that I'm looking to sell them, or but it's just just kind of cool to have a collection of, you know, vintage Playboys. Like right now, yeah. if you have you know a bunch of '60s and '70s, you know, Playboys from the mm-hmm. '60s and '70s, that's a cool collection. And so yeah. right now, they're not. We actually have a vintage Playboy, I think, from '60. 60... 67, 67 yeah. on on in a frame on a wall in yeah, our basement. Framed in the basement. It's a really cool cover, and so so, you know, I'm 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 just thinking maybe in. 30 40 years these playboys yeah. will be uh cool cool like you know a cool item so i i don't really want to get rid of so them i guess they'll go in a box and go in the attic well i think i'm gonna put them in the uh you know the bookshelf that we have in there the you know the book cabinet that we have in this room right here the one right mm-hmm. the one behind you yep i'm just gonna for now at least put them in there you know yeah. when the when the baby's a little older i probably put them away because i don't think it's appropriate for younger i guess but yeah, i agree there's a certain age where it becomes a little bit more but we've also recognized i mean maybe it is what it is i don't know i mean we've also recognized that especially with the new the new location where we're putting our sex toys that it's not gonna be it's not gonna it's gonna be by our bed it's not gonna be a locked door like we're not it's not really even hidden i'm sure like our kids are gonna yeah it's, kids, it's, it's gonna not gonna, it's not like in that. plain sight our our toys and things will not be in plain sight. Well, no, but at the same time, they're just kid, in the drawers. In and, yeah, kids snoop and it. it, it so, I definitely open drawers in my parents' bedroom before. Yeah, I so. think a lot of kids just you know are just nosy and go snooping. Yeah. So they're gonna see this stuff, and so that'll you know it'll prompt a conversation, and we'll just have to explain. Because yeah, I mean, when they're younger, it's these you know these are our adult toys, and then we'll have you know as they get older and just have conversations. But but yeah, I think. I, th- I I like we talked about getting rid of the Playboys and and I recognize that right now they don't have much value because I've just re- I've just read them and then so it's not like I'm gonna pick them up and read them again you know maybe mm-hmm. in, maybe in ten fifteen years I would but 
But then if I keep a, a subscription that whole time, you know, the, the amount of Playboys. That gets to be quite a few Playboys. Yeah, yeah. if you get 12 a year, yeah. so gets to be quite a few. So right now, the stack isn't that, isn't that bad. So I don't know, maybe you have to reevaluate in a few years. But right now, I think I just want to keep them as mm-hmm. collector's items and... They're not, I mean, like I said, they're not worth anything, and I don't think I'd be looking to sell them anyways. I just, yeah. I just think it's kind of cool to have them, and not not cool right now, but like in in 20 years, 30 years, am I going to be yeah. like, man, look at look at this. I just can't imagine holding on to anything for that long. <laughs> well, our comic collection, we will. Yeah, that's true. We're not going to sell that. Those are things that are already old. Not all of them. No. We, 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 we buy new ones, too. Yeah, but I don't buy them for the future. I buy them just to read now. Well, that's true, but do you... it's enjoyable to read. So why don't you just throw it out? Just like you're throwing it, like like you buy a magazine, you read it, you throw it out. Yeah, I don't know. I guess to me, comics are more collectible than magazines. And so I put. But if you put magazines on the collectible level, well, no, only or at least Playboys. Playboys, then... I put there. What other magazines would I put? A lot I don't of people know. put I like could... Time and Newsweek and things I could like see that sometimes too. As a comic fan, old Wizards would have been cool. Like I had a bunch of Wizards from when I was younger. Like you know, some Wizard magazines from like ninety. 394 like i think the magazine started in 91 those wouldn't be worth anything to anybody but it'd be except it'd be you know just like it's kind of cool yeah. like what was going on in the comic world in 93 or whatever yeah. you now know? we're kind of veering out outside of our sexy topic well yeah getting a little little geeky well why not? save that for the geek podcast well we're talking about our just because i want to get my sex on that's why we're talking about just collecting in general and so no no, no i don't i don't put magazines in that category just just certain ones i would put playboy national geographic is like that for a lot of people yeah a lot of yeah it's there's just like it's not every magazine it's just you know certain magazines and that put in that category they're kind of the time you know a, a you know a, a time capsule of what was going on yeah in this topic like what was going on in the world of sex in playboy and and i have to admit the the look of women has changed i mean if you look at playboy and how they've changed yes through the 60s and 70s yeah and 80s they've changed quite a bit i mean the, 90s the, the, the... the magazine is reflective of the era and so the the clothing that the women wear the poses that they put the women in how they light them yeah. how they do their hair that's all reflective of the times i mean even if you look at playboys from 10 years ago to playboys from today they they look a little different if you look at them from 20 or 30 years ago you'll see bush and maybe now you don't see bush or you know you might see just different poses more of the puss exactly yes or you know that's what i mean like it and and i guess you're like like, we're only just now getting to the like articulating it well other than me just saying oh it's i want to collect it but it is that it is that time capsule capsule of that and so so yeah so i think i'm gonna keep collecting i'll keep keeping the ones that i have right now maybe it'll get too large and i'm just like I gotta get, I got the downsides. We'll just get rid of them all. Yeah, we'll... and maybe it'll be a matter of you keep the ones that you think are cool or more because some are more timeless than others. You can yeah, say. I agree. Some are more iconic than others. There's so, there's some covers that are just more meaningful and just keep those and get rid of the rest or whatever. Yeah. So we'll see. So so let's move on to our icebreakers and games topic. So I think icebreakers are essential for for ex- ex- for. Just breaking that tension. So, I mean, it kind of goes along this, with the Swinger series that we've been having where last episode was, you know, meeting a couple, going on the first date. And so you can kind of, this is just an extension of that where, okay, you've met them for the first, second, you know, whatever time. And now you're, you, you're back at their place, your place. And, you know, the, the playing is going to occur. But then it's a transition into being normal individuals having, you know, two couples, three couples having a normal conversation together, yeah. S- sexy conversation, but still normal transitioning to 
okay, now we're all playing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when I I think if you're on a just a one-on-one date, not even with other couple, it's how do you transition to make the move? You know, if you if you think back to your high school days or your college days when you were first learning to date one person in general, there's always the you know, what moves are the is the man going to put on you kind of thing. This releases some of that tension and eases some of that tension and helps the couples to perform a swap or just to loosen up with their existing partner. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it really is truly breaking the ice, but it's for a different purpose. It's you've already broken the ice the first time in in talking and chatting. You're you're past that now. Now you need to break the sexual ice. Yeah, it's just it's just getting it's 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 trying to find that way to smoothly transition, like I said, from being just people having a conversation to we're naked and we're all playing <laughs> together because yeah. that is Yeah, it just doesn't happen or like you want it to happen organically. You don't want it to be okay, we've come back to your house, now everyone get naked. Because we've actually been in that situation yeah. where we, we met a couple, you know, we've met them a few times now. We know that tonight's kind of the night that we're going to play with them. We've had dinner with them. We've had a couple of drinks. Now we're back at their house. And next thing you know, we find ourselves, we're in their basement sitting on their blow-up mattress. And it's like, okay, the lights are dimmed, the fireplace is on, and we're all just kind of looking at each other. And so... They just started to get naked, and we're like, "All right, let's go." And it was just awkward. And like, I mean, it, it it ends up where you know, even in that situation, it ends up you know, ten ten minutes later, it's fine, everything's yeah. fine, everybody's having a good time but playing. It, but it, it could have been easier. It could have been a smoother a transition. Better. And I mean, and I could have been a lot hornier at it, or you know, I mean, you you, you get are... that nervousness to go away, you get the the butterflies and the jitters to go away because you ease into it more. And you don't always one hundred percent of the time need an icebreaker. I mean. No. It's, it's just about making that transition, and if you're, like... You might have enough a... ice breaking at a bar where you're, like, flirting enough at the bar that you're ready to just go and... Yeah, you're and, ready to tear people's clothes off when you get back that home. That happens at parties, too, I think. Parties yeah. in and of themselves are icebreakers. Yeah, the, the party itself, and yeah. so then you just go back to the hotel so room and really you get it on. Really, this is for, like, you're making a date. Making a date, or... And, yeah, and, and I mean, there, so some things I would... Or you're having a party at your some house. Some things that I would say aren't icebreakers, although I guess it kind of... Uh, one thing that I thought of is, since we have one, is is the hot tub as, you know, going in the hot tub, and that just gets everybody looser, and, you know, you can... It's on my you, list. You can make your move and kind of, you know, you can get closer and, and, get, a little, and get more sexual, but... I was going to say that that's an example of not being an, ice, an icebreaker, but actually... In a way, it is an icebreaker. In, in a way, instead of using a game as your icebreaker, you're like, hey, let's all get in the hot tub. Yeah, and... I mean, even even in a hot tub, though, you still need to ease your way out of adult conversation into sexy times. But even then, it's a little and bit I, easier I know because... we've played Truth or Dare in the hot tub before and had yeah. that kind of... you know, And then your dares get progressively sexier where you're daring people to do things to one but, another and then eventually you're just like well fuck the game we're gonna have sex now yeah but it, it's it's pretty easy in the hot tub too you could just be you know sitting, you're probably already naked so yeah you're, you're already naked or or even or maybe not but you're there's you know swimsuits don't leave much of the imagination a lot of the times and if, if you're, you're in my hot tub you're naked and if you're sitting next to you know the the other person the person you want to play with or your spouse or whatever you know even if you're having um normal conversation not even sexy conversation your hands can be wandering you could be flirting with your mm-hmm. your hands or you could be you know flirting with your feet you can be yeah you know touching each other and so the hot tub and it's unseen too which kind of makes it even cooler because yeah. it's under the water so 
but there's there's that little secrecy and hiddenness to it that's fun yeah I, I guess i skipped ahead for the hot tub but but yeah i would it's it's sort of an icebreaker but it's sort of not it's just that's its own sort of you know transition period where you're just in the hot tub and yeah. things can can progress from there so but. so i think the the general idea of an icebreaker is to do something to help you get progressively sexier. So to you start off with something that's maybe you're 90% of the time talking and 10% drinking and 0% touching each other. And and you want to slowly start to turn the knobs and the dials so that the amount of conversation you're having goes down and the amount of sexual activity goes up. Because it's, it's hard to go from 0 to 60 on, in, in a second. It's like a car. You know, it doesn't get to 60 immediately. It takes some time. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's finding a way to flip-flop the conversation for sex, mm-hmm. I think, is a good way to think about it. So um, one of the games that we like to play at home is a modified version of Jenga. And we were introduced to this by another couple. So you buy buy the Jenga game. It's basically blocks of wood, and you build them in a tower. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, just the the, the classic a, the game. classic Jenga. Yep. Right. And bef- before people come over, so if you know you're going to be doing this, you buy buy your Jenga. Don't use your kids' version. Buy a regular Jenga to have as the adults' version, and then take the blocks. And on every block, or on most of the blocks, um, in pen or you know your marker of your choice. Write out some sexy scenarios. Although I would actually recommend putting stickers on them, you know, little little label. I mean, I guess it depends. If you want, if you want these to be permanent blocks where it's the permanent thing, but if you ever wanna, if you ever wanna change it, if you ever wanna change it, then use a sticker so you can peel off the sticker. Depends on how much time you you know. And the stickers are also good too because if you're getting ready to get down and play the game, then and you know if if you have a pre-made game that's good because you can just get to the game faster but it's also fun you know to take five ten minutes and people write write down their own and write them on the stickers and put them on the jenga and then it's kind of a unique game every time yep and so and and so you're gonna you're gonna write down things that get progressively sexier so it might start off with give uh your partner a 30 second lap dance and then it might move on to give someone else's partner a 30-second lap dance mm-hmm. or do a hand job or make out for 10 minutes. Well, not 10 minutes. That's too long. Make out, <laughs> make, make out for a minute or uh, suck on a titty or line all the women up topless and close your eye, have the man close their eyes and see if he can figure out which woman is, which woman is his based on titties or mm-hmm. you know, things, yeah, just things be, like that. Just be creative. And, and, and if if you drink and if you're with people who are drinking, you know, mix in some some opportunity to say, okay, just drink, have an alcohol. Like not every block have should have, have, have a sip of your drink. <laughs> not every block should be something sexy, I guess is what I'm getting at. Inter, intermingle some sexy questions with some sexy um, – sexy moves where you're actually being physical with drinking so yeah, that, it is fun. so that you have some breaks in between it's, so that every fun. every turn isn't like somebody kissing somebody else yeah because it, it's fun to learn about somebody else's you know not sexual history but you know what was your where's the where's, where's, the, where's the most craziest place you've yeah, ever craziest banged. place you've had sex in public or what's been your you know have you ever been you ever had sex in an airplane, part of the Mile High Club, or just learning about the other people's sexual exploits yeah. is pretty fun. Have you fun. ever had a threesome? What's, it, what's your favorite well, position? If you're, if you're in this, you've probably, you know, <laughs> unless it's your first time, you've probably That's done. That's true. Well, but, it could be if you had a threesome with, with 
um, another member of the opposite yeah, sex, or, or you, you know, know how was your sex, how or, was your first time swinging, or you know, just how did you lose your virginity? You know, just learning about the other couple as well. If you're, you know, if this is a couple that you want to be friends with, just learning about them too. And this is so it's fun to learn about them, and also, mm-hmm. um, obviously, like have the have the sexy the sexy turns where yeah. you know the sexual acts are going on, and then it's also a good idea to have some of the um, some of the Jenga blocks be instructive to take off clothing. So that by the time you're done, you're naked. Because that really helps increase the sexual tension, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think. That, that increases it quite a bit if you have to take off your pants and take off your shirt. And that's take true off your bra. for pretty much any of the games we're going to talk about. Or any games that you play on your own or that you, like, the you should. The end goal should yeah. be to fuck. So yeah. however you need to, what, whatever you need to do yeah. to get there. Progressively taking off the clothing is always sexy. You know, strip poker has been a classic game for forever because it's always a fun sexy game and then everybody you know the sexual tension just goes up you know yeah. for you know in the swinging world the tension's probably going to go up faster yep. and get more intense that kind of speaks quicker. to the environment a little bit is make sure that if if you're in your own home when you're having this party make sure you've got a comfortable temperature where people are going to be comfortable taking their clothes off like i know our basement gets pretty chilly so We'd probably want to plan ahead and turn the air conditioning down a little bit if we're having people over so that it's more yeah. comfortable. Things like that so that, you know, just, just set the yeah. atmosphere and the environment yeah, the such that people are going to want to take their clothes off. The basement's where we usually play. It's, it's, it's a finished basement, but it still gets, it still gets you know, warm air rises, so it still gets it's chilly. It's a little drafty. You know, it, it gets chillier in the summer because the air conditioning is running, but the, so the, air, but the, the cooler air sinks down to the basement. And then, you know, in the winter, it's just chilly out in general. We live in Michigan right. and it gets cold. Yep. So, so other uh, another game that's kind of similar to Jenga. Let's say you don't want to commit the money to having Jenga around, or you're afraid that your kids are gonna find your version of the game. Uh, you can just take a simple deck of cards and on a piece of ri- piece of paper write down some rules. Where the face cards are all maybe sexual activities of some sort, and then uh, numbers two through five mean one thing, and five through ten mean something yeah, else. And just just assign values to different a, cards. It's essentially the version just, of Jenga. just a, a swinging version or a sexy version of um of kings, if you know kings, where each card is like that, right? Where yeah, yeah, and you just take turns taking cards yeah, on the like pile. One card means you know a, a jack always means something, and uh, and know, everybody's and... a winner because you're at the end of the day just playing with each other's junk anyway. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with a game like that. Everybody's gonna win, and I think with Jenga, we usually get through one, maybe two rounds, and by then we're just ready to rip whatever remaining clothes are on and off, just and just go at it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, also, truth or dare, I think, can be a fun one. That's all. It's a it's it's a that, classic. That's a good reasons. one. It's a it's an oldie but a goodie. I mean, everybody, yeah. you know, everybody from elementary school kids to you know adults can play truth or dare because it's always again it's a you know the dares are always very sexy and you can make them as sexy and you know as daring as everybody wants. Yeah. at the comfort level, and then it's also you get to learn about right. the other. Other couples. Just, the, the just one like problem with, with the one problem with truth or dare is that it puts a little bit of pressure on the person whoever's turn it is because they have to come up with the question or the dare, versus uh, the card game or Jenga. Things are pre thought out, so you don't have to commit yeah, any thought to it. There's it, various truth or dare games out there that are already made. Yeah, but at the same time, there, though, there's actually an app for it that that we've well, there's well, minimally tested out. We well, haven't used it much. Let's talk about that for a second. So. Yeah um talk about hbo swing again um so there was playboy tv swing 
What did I say? HBO. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not HBO. It's Play- Playboy TV Swing. Uh, so they had they always have icebreakers on the show. Um, the show is like we've talked about before. The show is a very standard format. Yeah. And if and you've seen it, you we've know, actually mentioned this card game before. So I don't know if we need to go into too much detail. We get new, how we, it out. we get new listeners every episode. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, but there there was an episode where they um they they, they played a card game and we the version we were watching it and we could not figure out what card game they were playing we kept pausing it and trying to figure out what card game were they playing and so finally um we finally paused it and you know did the little did the little frame advance you're going one frame at a time and finally saw that it was uh it was uh triple x truth or dare and looked um, it up online found it it up they have an actual card game and they just recently came out with a mobile version of the app although it got pulled from the it wasn't on iPhone. It wasn't on iOS in general. It was too raunchy, and I know it just got pulled recently from Android. They oh, that's made... too bad. So yeah, now it's on. So it's it's sort of a tough app to find. Um, you can follow them on Triple X Truth or Dare at, at Twitter, and also we, their... we follow them, so you can find them in our our list of oh yeah people we follow. So. Yeah, yeah, and and you should be able to Google it as well. And they have a, there's a blog that's associated with them that's pretty cool and they sell some other games and they mm-hmm. have but they have a card version game of just truth or dare that is pretty cool we haven't we ha- we haven't purchased it yet because we have the app version mm-hmm. and the um the app version's cool the only thing that i would say is it's the exact opposite problem you said though is that you don't get to be that creative the the game tells you so if you have i mean you can always call an yeah, audible you, and well, what you could do is choose to make your own your make up your own truth or dare but if you have a difficulty because i mean it, it puts pressure on people and some people have a hard time coming up with something where it's like well, yeah. okay we we need to get progressively more sexy the last few things have been kind of heavy petting what do i move on to next do i do i go on to the blow you know what do i do some yeah, people it, some it, people t- kind of freeze under pressure it so it's nice it. to have that backbone and it's sort of a not a mood killer but you know if you're taking 10 20 seconds to think about a question then or or or, a or question, you're just copying off someone else's question, question or a dare that's kind of a mood killer or at least it slows it slows the pace down a bit when yeah. you're trying to think of a question and and um so, so yeah the, the the prepackaged games and i know triple x truth or dare is a good one and they have they have multiple versions they have a version for lesbians they have a version for couples they have a version for swingers they have a ver- they have multiple versions and so yeah they're we'll, we'll we'll put a link to their to them in the show notes um mm-hmm. to for the game but there's there's other versions of the truth and dare as well and um actually this reminds me i haven't we haven't used it in a while but just on the on and we have android phones and i got a sexy dice game on, yeah. on android where it's it, it isn't really dice um i mean the concept is the same as dice yeah but where you know it has it's kind of like a basically a randomization tool well yeah it's a randomization it's tool and it's essentially just like a sex slot machine where there's like three different columns and there there can be you know they go they they range from being kind of kind of sexy all the way up to full out yeah uh, each, each column is like a an adjective a verb and a noun yeah just like something like that where just it's like, like a slot machine se- sexually suck penis or something yeah it'll like be that. you know it'll combines yeah different actions yeah. together mm-hmm. so so that's kind of cool i don't know what the name of that app is but there's so there's apps like that and you can come up with your so there's apps you can do the same thing with just dice they they sell almost any 
sex shop will have a version of sexy dice. Yeah. You know, th- those are always, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. And mm-hmm. um, The app, I I should find the name of the app. Maybe next episode we'll I'll make sure to show notes too, find it. But, it. but I do really like it because the variety, just the slot machine um, mechanics of it, you really have a huge variety of things. Yeah, various combinations. All like I mean, the combinations is way more than you'd get with just a standard standard dice. Um, yeah. So, but but it's and then so there's other games that you can do at home without buying anything. You could you could go for sexy charades. We've never played that, but I imagine you could have some fun with that, acting out different scenes. Um, I think sexy pictionary could be fun too if you're trying to draw. <laughs> How would sexy pictionary go? Well, it would have to be, like, titles of porn, I guess, or, well, I guess that would be hard. I don't know, I'm just imagining people, like, drawing cock and balls. Maybe that's all that was no, in I know, my but head. I, I, but, yeah. I don't know, we'd have to be creative with it. <laughs> I, really, really good icebreakers are any, anything that's going to get you moving around and interacting with the other partners. I mean, that's really what's going to yeah. be a good icebreaker. I mean, we're, we're going to continue to talk about some icebreakers as well, but essentially just whatever you... I mean, you don't even have to take... You can come up with your own. We came up with our own card game, JB did, that was just using a standard, a standard deck. It was mm-hmm. essentially kind of a version of the game you already mentioned where, you know, each you know uh, face card means this, uh, a number card means this, and they're all different. They all have their own meaning and... And so that was you. You could just be creative and come up with your own game, just something to to break the tension, yeah. not break the tension, but add to the sexiness. But if you don't um, want to be creative, there's some games that you can purchase too that are straight up meant for breaking the swinger ice. So I want to talk about those a little bit too. So so one is a um, swing set card game that's actually done by the people who wrote Sex is Fun. Yeah. So. Um... I, I believe their actual site is greatsexgames.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they they run. That's where they're they're the sponsors, the main sponsors, um, and for the Sex is Fun podcast, which is just now ending. I they I think it was just this past week they were yeah. releasing their last they episode. Did. So make sure to check them out um, if you haven't. I mean, I'm sure you have. I'm sure everybody listening has probably. They're one of the top sex podcasts. They've been around forever since. 2007 i believe 2008 over i think 400 episodes of the show it's an excellent show so make sure to check it out shoot them a shoot them a note on twitter if you like the show or whatnot but they have various sex games you know for yep. at great at great sex games.com and... so so we've bought the swing set card game and it's it's for anywhere from two couples to several couples to play together and they have a whole point system to the game where there's actually like a strategy to it um we actually haven't played the game in that way so i can't yeah, it, can't it, review the game based on as a game in and of itself because we haven't played it to win yeah I mean, you, and, and you, because you want everybody to win i they, mean ultimately you want to come right so yeah, who they, cares about points they designed the game so that i i, I can't fault it because it, i think a good game I think the game's good, but they designed it, yeah, so that there's points and there's going to be winners and losers. Yeah, and, there, and... There, there's some strategy to it about but we've, how, to, how to go about winning. But We but... found that you just, 
you don't want to be keeping score when you're doing this. You just want no, to be. No, and you definitely don't want to be thinking about strategy. You just want to be really relaxed, and you, you want to be having be some drinks. Hard. You just want to be having some drinks, and you just want to have some fun and yeah. keeping score. You know, maybe maybe some of you out there might want to keep score. Yeah, and... I mean, there, I I imagine that I some mean, couples are really competitive. Actually, yeah. I could see a couple of couples who've been together for a while, who've been playing for a while, like actually getting competitive and having the competition fuel the sex. Like I could see that for couples. Too. I mean, I, I could see that happening, but we really just haven't been in that kind of a situation where the competitiveness fuels anything. And I honestly, I think I'd still rather prefer to play something like a twister and have that competition fuel the sex as opposed to like a numbers based who has more points. But yeah, because then you have to, yeah, the numbers, the the point system, you have to, you know, you got to write it down. I, I don't want to keep track of stuff like that. Math. It's not. This isn't Yahtzee. Come okay, on. Do math. I mean, simple math, very simple math, but still, you got to do it. You know, you got to yeah. keep adding the points, so, but. Back so, to the card game, though. I mean, each each card basically has uh, instructions or scenario. It's it's more like scenarios on the cards. So it would be things like have everybody get in a circle, and um, the person whose turn it is would sit in the center of the circle and take turns like uh, jacking off all the men or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like um, they're then, they're very scenario based. I, I remember one card that's a pretty cool card is. Um... I forget, and all the cards I believe have funny names, yeah. uh, humorous names. To yeah, whatever. I mean they're they're well written. But oh yeah, they're they're really good. It's a really good cards. The cards are laminated, so you could be for the most part. You don't want to keep them underwater for a while. But I mean, if you're right. playing in a hot tub and they get a little wet, that'd be fine. Yeah, or if you spill a drink um, on them. But I there's one card that's like uh, I, f- I forget what it is, like harem for a moment or whatever. But like you, all the women got to lay and rub all their tits on on a guy so then you know that's you yeah know, it's cool if you get three four sets of tits rub, rub, rubbing up on you so yeah. that's yeah i remember the 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 game is quite fun it's got a lot of good things to do the the one critique that i had was uh one of the couples other weird... than the points well the critique of the scenarios themselves so the second critique the second critique of the game yeah, I'm just, if you listen to the podcast at all, you'll know that I I happen to say the one thing that I have, and then I list multiple items. That's that's just a bad uh, JBism. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to that, some of the scenarios might be a little advanced for ice breaking. Like it, it that game has less of a progression from really you know of a light petting into the heavy sexualness. So. Yeah, there aren't as many. There, there isn't really a ramp up. There's with that game, like it because it because, ramps maybe a little, but you might want to combine that with some other things or use those use those cards as like a wild card. That's what we've done quite a bit, actually. We've used this game as the wild card. So we've in the Jenga actually that we've played a number of times. Use we've used the, the swing set cards as wild cards on the yeah. Jenga, and, and then we've progressed from screw the Jenga, let's just do all swing set cards and played around with them a little bit. And then had and then moved into having sex. But yeah, I agree that that's it isn't a flaw because it was designed on purpose to be this way. But it just doesn't have a a smooth like progression. Progression and and the way and you know I the way the the game the game goes, you just randomly I believe you randomly select five cards or a certain number of cards that you have mm-hmm. and you can play from. But because some cards are 
you know, more intense than others, but you are randomly selecting the cards. You, yeah. You know, you, and, and I think the way the cards went, too, was if you acted out what was on the card, you gave your card to someone else or something. Like, I think at the end of the day, the, the plan was to get rid of all your cards, and there was ways to, like, transfer your cards to other people or something like that. Like I said, we haven't played it that way, so I could be completely wrong, and if the sexist one people are listening, I apologize for screwing with your game, but we just haven't played it that way, so... And then another game that you and I have that we've played before that we, we've we played it just one-on-one with one another, but I think it easily be modified for swinging, is called, um, it's actually called Monogamy. Well, no, our, well, we, well, actually. Do, our version's we called gonna, A we Hot Affair. A, we, we were going to do a full review of this. Did you want to talk about it now? Yeah, I thought this was going to be part of, part of today's episode. Okay, okay, all right. So yeah, we had this game, it's, our version is called A Hot Affair, mm-hmm. and They've re-released the game, so it's called Monogamy. Um, yep. Because the game was actually designed for two people, but you can easily modify it to play more people. Or if you and your, you know, you and your significant other just want to have a hot sexy night together. Yeah, we actually game, just played this game together recently. Yeah, just a few weeks ago, we we hadn't played it in a while, so we played it. And this game, it does. One of our critiques was for Swing Set is that there was winners and losers, but this game actually does have you like there is a winner. Um, you go around a board. There's yeah. a, a so so it's it's a board game it, in and of itself. It actually is a true board game where there's a board and you have some pieces and you try to go around and whoever goes around twice. Yep. So you basically just move around in a circle. You roll the dice. You move around in a circle and you land on various spaces. And and each space has a, a different icon on it that stands for something. So you might land on a drink icon or a remove a piece of clothing icon and answer a question icon. Or a, um, what's the other one? A food icon. Yeah, yeah. And this game does have progression. So you start off playing, I, f- I forget the name of all three tiers, but there's three tiers yeah, of there's, games. I, there's or like there's, a pleasure round, a sensual round, and a passion round, I believe. Is yeah, how and they're goes. all, and they all progress. My complaint is that I feel the first round that there's, is, the second round should actually be the first round. I, th- I think the first round is a little too tame. Yeah, but, I agree with but you. But the game is a generic game that is made for everybody, and I would say, you know, it's a good game if there's a really vanilla couple out there who haven't explored very much, Then, and there's a lots of people like that where yep. the first the first round would be a pretty good round to start yeah. on. Yeah, because the first round gets you looking into each other's eyes, doing some sensual massaging, in in non-sexual locations but so. we but um i think we usually modify and skip right to playing the second round yeah. of, of of the game and the second and third is where um you know the second starts to get more uh you know you start to get a little more sexual and the third the the cards you draw are all pretty much all sexual you know blow yep. job and and fucking and there's and there's some good questions too like yeah, it, there's, it, of... there's there's some uh introspective questions that uh they have you ask of your spouse about different things about you know remember a time when we had the most passionate sex or things like that yeah. so it can really help you connect on on that emotional and physical level yeah and i could see that you know it's like like i said it's designed for a couple and it can most certainly be played with a couple but can be played with more and even if you get questions like that as long as you're comfortable, you know, to, you know, um, talking about that in front of a group, then you can still do those questions yeah. with the group, and, and yeah, and you and your, you know, you, you and your significant other can mm-hmm. can talk with each other, and then you know, you're just kind of be getting those feelings and yeah. those 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 um, you know, intimate ideas 
out in the open mm-hmm. where as long as you're comfortable with that, yeah. this, this game can more than easily be modified to play with. This game players. is actually what led to our bondage session that we discussed in the previous episode, uh, where I tied Cal to a chair. Was, using... it, the previous episode? was it the previous episode or was I, it a couple episodes I ago? I think it was the last episode. It could have been a couple episodes ago. They all kind of blend in after a while. But Was last episode our all news episode? I, I think it was. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, it's not It's not that important. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, it's it, it, it's fun. The only thing is... is you got to be there's a lot of prep work if you play the game truly as intended and mm-hmm. you want to have food items last time we modified and just said we're screw the food we're not going to do yeah. the food cuz cuz food can get messy and you're trying to have food and we actually played it in the bedroom we actually watched an episode of swing got ourselves all, all hot and revved and had had some little bit of pre-game sex bef- um while we were watching it and mm-hmm. episode of Swing, but we didn't finish because we we left that tension. Oh yeah, yeah, we we held off. Left we had the pregame tension. penetration, but no no finishing. We always we always have sex, usually to finish. This this last time not, but we always have sex during Swing yeah. when they have their red room time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we, we fuck while they fuck. It's hot. I like it. Yeah, the last episode, especially because we... we can't swing right now. So that that's that's our outlet for this, this podcast and that and that and Swing. And since so we're going through, we pounded through season one pretty quickly, and now we've just been going through season two kind of slowly. This mm-hmm. last episode was actually remember it was really hot. It was really it's been hot. A couple there of, was a lot of sex in this. There last was there was the couple came and said right off the bat like we wanted was, to be a full what, swap season couple. Season two episode. I don't. It was seven or eight. Yeah. But you know they they came and said right away we want to be a full we 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 want full swap and it was a hot episode. So yeah we uh we watched the episode then we got into the game and. We didn't want to have all the mm-hmm. prep work of having all the food, and um, so yeah, you're gonna want to have things like strawberry, chocolate covered strawberries, maybe some chocolate syrup, some whipped cream, some whipped cream, edible food items that you can have fun with, and then of course you know keep keep a washcloth or something bedside too, so you can clean up. Yeah, keep that sugar have, out of that pussy. Keep it out of the pussy. Yeah, we don't we don't want anybody to get uh, yeast infection from this, and you know we haven't really talked about the the best part of the game is so. You, you basically just make your way around the circle and whoever gets to the finish line first is the winner. And every time you pass kind of the equivalent of monopolies, you pass go, you collect $200 in this game. Every time you pass go or the start position, you take two fantasy cards and the fantasy cards have uh, very in-depth fantasies described on them. And whoever wins gets to select one of their fantasy cards. I think at the end of the game, if you play it how they tell you to play it, you end up... Uh, I think you have three cards. Two or three. I, th- I think you can hold two at a time, but every time you pass go, you get two more. And so then you have to keep two and put two back. Yeah. Um, but the winner gets to choose their fantasy. And then you act out that fantasy. And we've we've played this several times and the fantasies never disappoint. There's no, always, no, they don't. There are plenty to choose from. And they are all uh, in. You'll find something that you like or you're in the mood for at that time. They're they're really fun and incredibly sexy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're all really good. And you know, you can. And the game even tells you this. Sometimes if you if you're just feeling like you want to do something a little bit different on a certain night and you don't want to play the game, just go grab a fantasy card yeah. and act out the fantasy when you're at home. Yeah. And... Just just kind of play fantasy roulette and find. You know, pick picking it. Say okay, whatever whatever comes out, we're gonna play, we're gonna do it. And then you just randomly pick a card, and that's what you go. Or or 
as a gift to your husband or your spouse or whatever, just say, why don't you pick out a fantasy card tonight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Might be a fun little thing to do. And you could definitely modify the fantasies for, they're written as for a couple, but Mm -hmm. you could definitely modify, you know, if it's going to, if it's a teacher student thing, then, and if, you know, and if it's your card and you want to be the teacher and you want to have four, you know, and you want to have all the women be students and then you have this whole classroom instead of just a one-on-one yeah, situation. That sounds hot. Um, so, so yeah, we definitely recommend this game. If you go to find it now, it's actually, I'm glad that we actually purchased the version that we have with the version of the game we have is called the hot affair, as we mentioned. But now I think maybe just they, for marketing purposes or whatever, mm-hmm. they've rebranded the game monogamy. Yep. And... You can find it on Amazon. I, I think it might ship out of the UK. They, maybe they have a U.S. distributor now. Um, it, I, and if I remember, it was pretty reasonably priced. It was yeah. well worth the money. Like we, yeah. we get several uses out of it a year. We really enjoy it. We picked it up from, if you ever are traveling in the Midwest along, um, 94, especially. 90, 94, or you're, if you're going towards Chicago, is that, so Chicago is, is 94 that goes all the way from Detroit to Chicago. There's, there's a bunch of these, I would say higher class, um, sex shops that are along the road. Lion's Den. Lion's Den. And they're actually pretty nice. We stopped on the way back from Chicago a few years ago, and that's where we saw um, a hot affair. And uh, we we weren't in the swinging scene at that time, but we were still sexually adventurous. And so we picked up the game and mm-hmm. haven't regretted it at, at all. It's a very – it's it's a really awesome game. But, yeah, but, but I yeah. think now you'll have to find it called Monogamy. It's a it's a yellow and red box. You We'll, we'll put a picture up of it um, in the show notes, but you definitely um, – can find it on Amazon if you look up. I think you can even find it if you look up a hot affair, but it'll bring up monogamy. Yeah. Um, or you can just look up monogamy, and mm-hmm. so definitely yeah, that's it. we we swinging around definitely endorses uh, absolutely this game. So an- another game that you could purchase if you're not uh, creatively inclined that you could pick up anywhere is Twister. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways to modify just classic games that you know kids play to have the tension up. You know, Twister. You know, middle middle, middle school kids will play Twister and yeah. and spin the bottle. Spin the bottle is a good one. You can yep. play spin the bottle. And uh, the, I wouldn't recommend spin the bottle with two couples, but a larger group definitely. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be. I mean, you you could still do it with two couples, I guess. I mean, it, I mean. It, you have to come up with some rules if 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 you know if you're not going to do anything with the same the same sex and you have to have a rule about what yeah because then it's either going to land on your man or the other man I mean there's not a lot of variety or or anything with spin the bottle if you only have four people that's true yeah you're I mean you're right spin the bottle I think would that work would really for, take some creativity that would work for a, a larger group but I mean the more people the the better it is but my 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 point really is is like if there's all the games that you know you can the you know, kids play. You can modify, to, yeah, you can modify those games to have a sexual, you know, the yeah. sexual slant. And... I, you know, a, a fun thing to do with Twister would be to, if it was in the summer, if you had a, kind of a backyard that was hidden from view, it might be fun to spray that down with some water or like have the girls play Twister and the men watch and you know, spray the girls with water or have them go through a sprinkler. It makes it harder because it's wet. Plus, everybody's getting soaked in your little bathing suits. That could be fun. So I I can't think of too many of these, but it just popped in my mind stupid icebreakers because I was just thinking again about every single episode of Swing has icebreakers and yeah this... and I, I there's a few of them that we can talk about oh yeah but I was just thinking the statues game 
it seems kind of dumb in real life. Like it's it works for the, for a show. Yeah. So the way the statues game works, um, you've got a group of people. Is you have a group of people, and one person gets in a in a position and they can't move, and then somebody else comes up and they can move that first person wherever they want, and then they also have to get in a position where they can't move, and then each person has the ability to move. I believe one one other person, mm-hmm. and then you know they they move and put themselves in sexual situations, and then but they're not actually they never they're actually, actually do anything. doing anything. Yeah, and so they've done that a few times on the yeah. show. And, and I feel like one, it would take five minutes to play through, and then you're done. That's not one in real life that I think would be all that fun. I agree with you, but I I have seen them play musical chairs, and that's one that I think you could play a few rounds in and have some fun with. Yeah, to to have the girls going around kind of sexually dancing around the chairs and then have them try and fight for for getting a chair and vice versa with well, the men yeah but and well it's the guys sitting in the chairs yeah so you're then, actually sitting in someone's sit lap in somebody's lap and, you know yep. you, you, you can grind and that's that's pretty hot and then they had the squirt gun one where the woman puts um whipped cream all over their uh tits and pussy and then yeah they... so so you you start off naked or maybe half naked and then you cover yourself with you you cover yourself in a in a bikini made of whipped cream or shaving cream, and then the men uh, who you're partnered with will stand I don't know maybe ten yards away probably not even that far maybe five yards away with a squirt gun, and it's their job to squirt it all off of you and whoever gets it squirted off you know off first wins yeah and winning just means you guys get to start making out and then everybody else joins in kind of yeah. thing yeah and and some of these like that one are better done outside and depending on where you live you know yeah, doing it'd be good doing, for like a swing or se- doing sexy these, summer party doing these types of games outside is incredibly fun at the same time it depending on your neighborhood you know you might not want to, might to. To, to do that i think you know we're we're lucky here where in the summertime it gets secluded enough that yeah we can we get can, away with we, it we, we can get away with playing outdoor games and it really wouldn't be too much of a problem in the winter, you can see through the trees. Yeah. So and and I think in the you in the summer or in, what am I talking about? You wouldn't want to play out these outdoor anyway. games anyway. Not in yeah. Michigan, but like any, anything that's going to get you kind of moving around, get you with the opportunity to flirt with somebody else. I mean, you could really take, uh, you could take cornhole, a game where you're like throwing bean bags into a hole. Like if if you're in the Midwest, you know what game I'm talking about. Otherwise, you think I'm just talking about fucking by saying cornhole. But... Yeah, I think that's that's a horrible name for that game. But... It is. We were taking bean bags and you're trying to throw them in a, a, into a ramped hole, I guess. I mean, you could you could figure out a way to make that sexy. I mean, you, you could take pretty much any outdoor game, I think, and make into a sexy competition yeah, where every time you miss, you have to take a drink. And then if you miss all three of your bean bags, you have to take a piece of clothing off or whatever. I mean, anything like that. But yeah, you just, and, and you pair, you want to pair up in such a way where your partner on, on your side is the other person's spouse mm-hmm. so that you're playing together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you just want to be, be creative. And if, if, if you want to buy pre-made games so that you don't have to think too much, or if you want to be creative and come up with your own, or mm-hmm. you want to, or you want to combine games, use the cards from one game as the wild cards for another game, like we mentioned. Yeah. You know, just be creative. You don't have to... We've we've talked a lot about... Duke very agrees spe- with being creative. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked a lot about very specific... We've, we've talked generally about Ice Bakers and also about a number of very specific games. And, you know, I, I, I think talking about the specific games is is fun. And But, you know... It really it comes it, down to your own taste. It comes down to what you want to play, what yeah. what the group is, how far along you already are. If you've been at a party 
and or you've been at a bar and the sexual tension's pretty high already. Yeah. You you, you don't really you, maybe you only need a few minutes of an icebreaker. Maybe yeah. You don't need to... Maybe all you need to do is come home and put on a porn and just kind of like have fun watching the porn. Like put on a funny porn. Like put on pirates and have fun like critiquing it or you know put on. Uh, Put on an old like seventies yeah. porn so, and and make fun of it, or you know, I mean, you could do things like that too. Yeah, anything to just kind of anything to just just make that transition to from mm-hmm. being normal people to being a Naked, group of people having people. sex together, making anything to make that transition to be smooth because yeah. it isn't the easiest to have that smooth of a transition. And no, it's not. It, it takes some and. Like I mentioned, if you if you do have the awkward situation where that transition really isn't made, ten minutes into the sex, I mean, <laughs> you'll get what over am it. I saying? Five minutes into the into the sex, things are yeah, fine. Yeah, by ten minutes, you might have came already. You know? <laughs> Never. I mean, things are fine, but it's always good to have a smooth transition. Plus, it's fun. The games are fun. Yeah, Ice the games are fun. Icebreakers are fun. If it's not fun, you need to play a different game. Yeah, that <laughs> was kind of the 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 last piece of advice that I had before we wrap things up was just to keep the format open and don't be locked into playing a game that day. So you may have prepped something and got something ready. People come over to your house. You may have been all prepared and excited for the game, but it just might not be right for the mood. So so be flexible and, and able to just be like, yeah, oh, we're not going to play a game tonight because everybody's already revved or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the other piece is like if you're using the swing, if you wanted to play with that swing set card game and you come across a card that the other couple that somebody's just uncomfortable with, let it be known that it's okay to, to take a pass or to take a skip or to modify. Well, yeah, you shouldn't you know? be and, uncomfortable like, because you feel obligated to, to play your card or, yeah. take, your, or, to, or take your turn. Because the, like the swingers cards, especially like they they assume full swap and you might you know neither couple might might be there so just modify it so that it's a swap swap yeah, or a mod- no swap modify situation. it modify it so it works for you i mean yeah. modify modify anything so it works for you yep so i guess that's gonna wrap us up for today and we're not gonna have any segments today either we're gonna try to keep this one pretty much at about an hour i think we're gonna be just over but we're gonna keep it pretty close to an hour so no extra segments this week I know you're all disappointed, but we will have... We'll have plenty of sexy we'll... news for you next time. Yeah, we have... Maybe we... another Mary Fuck Blow. Those are always fun. I don't I know. I like if... that. We haven't gotten enough comments to know if people like it yet. So send us send us, send us, us what your favorite... We've done a number of segments on the show, and we rotate through them. Yep, we've done hot scenes. We've done Mary Fuck Blow. We've done the news. What so else have we let done? Us, um... Maybe those are the three. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's another one in there somewhere, but let, let us know what your favorite segments are. Or give us ideas if there's something that you want to hear. Yeah, so, JB, why don't you take us home? All right, so if you're listening to us, you already know. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can uh, email us at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. You can also find us on Twitter at swingingaround. No G at the end of swinging. And then we're also on uh, swingingaround.blogspot.com swinging-around.blogspot.com and there's no G at the end of swinging. So please send us comments, feedback, uh, rate us on iTunes, give us some reviews. We'd love to hear what you've got to say, have to say about the show. Um, we do appreciate the listener email and we respond to you either through the show or uh, direct via email if you've got questions. So um, thank you to all of our listeners who have been emailing us. We love it. So thanks for that. All right, everyone. Stay sexy. And stay swinging.